And here are your homeroom announcements. What's good, class? Welcome back to Sunny School, the podcast, where we are talking all things faith over fear. Episode freaking nine, part three. Ain't no turning back. We done hit the jackpot, baby. We about to really wrap up our Faith of Fear series. It's been a great journey, these three-part series. And I hope that you guys can really just have some great takeaways over just really listening to God, like really listening to your faith, listening to your purpose, falling in line with that. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode started. Drop my intro. Mm -hmm. It's Sunny School, now it's time to start class. And don't be late before I will get on your... Oh, life lessons with every session, keeping it real. I'm packing the truth so we can help each other heal. Trash talking with a whole lot of sass. Don't forget your pen and paper, cause it's time to start this class. Well, you know, you know it's a podcast. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to Sunday School Podcast, episode nine. Why I gotta be so fine all the damn time? Let me stop. <laughs> Faith Over Fear series part three, episode nine, ain't no turning back. We hit the jackpot. So when we left off on episode eight, Faith Over Fear part two, it's getting real. We were talking about the transition, COVID, how I left my jobs. And like, I was finally kind of like working on a job search, trying to figure it out. I made it up in my mind that I was coming to Atlanta. And now we go pick it back up. I so boom, right? You know, you can't tell the story with the I so boom. And then you got to have a hands like the, you know what I'm saying? Pull a hand. Y'all, everybody know the motion. Like, that's one thing I love about being black. It's just things that we all know. I didn't have to paint that picture of what my hands was doing with the I so boom because you guys already know. I so boom. So, y'all, I left my jobs, right? I told y'all I was fearful. I was scared. I was not. I, I, it's like I had the faith, but kind of a little bit you know what i'm saying so it's like i had it but i still have i still had fear and faith and fear cannot occupy the same space so if i still have fear in a space then i don't have enough faith you know what i'm saying so boom we back in richmond now right it was it was cool being coming back home honestly was like and i planned all of this to the t like literally like i was like i'm gonna leave I'm going to go home, sit at home for a minute, figure it out, you know, uh, get on my feet, woo, 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 and then I'm going to move. And literally everything I planned happened. But we're going to get into the planning piece because that's extremely important. Um, some people can just move off impulse. Other people can't. But even still, it always is good to kind of have like a plan. But we're going to get into that. But either way, boom, we back in Richmond. And it's the winter time, so it's not even the part of Richmond that I really even <laughs> enjoy the most. You know what I'm saying? I like when it's warm outside, when it's like hot outside, when it's like folly, it's like the winter. So it's like, dang, we, and it's COVID. So it, it isn't with so much going out. You could really do um, the bar scene, the, the party life scene becomes like redundant after a while at home. You know what I'm saying? So we need like a little more like liveliness when it comes to like the nightlife scene. But even still, we were on COVID and it's Virginia. You know what I'm saying? So the lockdowns here were a lot more strict in Virginia than they were than they are in Georgia or Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's already kind of like, all right, well, let's just use this time to catch up. Family time. Like you've been gone for a few years. You know what I'm saying? You've been in, in 757 for a few years. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what it feels like to wake up with your mom every day or to wake up and, and casually go see your nephews and stuff like that. Like I didn't I I didn't have that for a very long time. So um being at home was really it. Like and 
to anybody who knows me, I am such a family girl. Like, I will do anything for them niggas. Like, I will talk shit a lot. <laughs> but I will come through and I will do anything for my family. Like, and I'm not just talking like my immediate family. I'm, like, you know, the ones who I grew up in the home with, my mom, my brother, my sister, and my two nephews, um, Rajay and Zion. But more so like, more so like, all of them, you know what I'm saying? Because Zara came a little later, so don't think I forgot my baby girl. But, um, like, literally, literally, like, living in a home, like, these are the people who my everyday, all the time, like, see you when you ugly, see you when your breath stinks, see you when you... So being back around that, like, just on some regular, like, what you doing when you get off work, or you ate, you know what I'm saying? One thing to stop by here, like, you want some, or I'll pick Z up from daycare, I'll take Roger to basketball practice, like, being able to be home and do that, or, like, pop up with my mom from work, like, hey, Jazz, when you get home, can you do this on the third? Like, I missed that so much, like, and not only just, like, my immediate family, but, like, my whole family. Like, being able to spend all this time with, with my grandmas, you know what I'm saying? Hot dot, you know what I'm saying? Go across the street, go see my grandma Anita, see Mookie, see everybody. Like, my aunts, like, the family friends, my cousins. Like, I spent a lot of time with my little cousins being able to just ride out what y'all doing. Let's go. Especially because these, these kids are taking school from home. So, it's just, like, super duper crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, being able to be home and spend time with, like, my A1, day one, like, friends back at home, like, it, it just was literally, like, perfect. So, I will say that within that time of being able to be home and enjoy my family and stuff like that, that it did get hard because it's, like, people are still working, you know what I'm saying? And and that is that was always a fear in the back of my head, like, damn, you really don't have a job. And it was either at one point where I was contemplating in a part-time job, like, it was discussion about that, like, all right. Well, I gave me a little part-time job. Like, I literally was about to apply. I boom. Forest Hill and Westover, right? There's this um, gas station right there on the corner. It's a couple gas stations. I want to say it's an Exxon or a Mobile. One of the two. I can't remember, but it's right next door to that little pizza, that little Italian pizza spot right across the street from, like, Westover, right across from Walgreens. I went in there, pulled the application, and was like, y'all y'all hiring. She was like, yeah, any shift, like, just apply. And I already knew what that meant. That meant, like, basically, like, that's your job. Like, you you get the job. But I was just like, now that's going to restrict my time even more. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to have to wake up at a certain time. Now I'm going to have to do this. I, like, I'm responsible for doing that. I'm going to have to plan my family time around that. Or what's going to happen when I tell my job or my potential job, hey, yeah, I can't work that because I got to pick my nephew up from, from basketball practice or daycare. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I won't even try to be restricted in that regard, but... I felt like a loser a little bit. I'm like, damn, you really at home? You ain't got no job. Like, everybody working. You hit people up in the middle of the day. They, like, they at work. Or you trying to find out people's schedules and, and all this other type of stuff. And you just sitting around just fucking waking up at 10 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? In the morning, just twiddling your thumbs, watching TV, getting food. You know what I'm saying? So, excuse me, that 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 kind of, like, had a toll on me. But then I had a talk with a couple people who kind of was just like, bro, chill. Like, you don't have to, like, you about to move. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to do that. Like, you, you cooling. Like, take your time. You just came from an atmosphere where you work two jobs, like, tirelessly. You know what I'm saying? And that was very true. So I had to give myself some grace. And y'all know I'm all about giving yourself grace. So once I was able to, like, adapt that mindset 
things got a lot better for me. And I was able to just kind of like really enjoy my time home. I, I really felt free. You know what I'm saying? So not having to worry about a project being done. Not having to worry about showing up on time. Not having to worry about like your sleeping schedule, your sleeping pattern. Because it kind of really just doesn't matter. You just kind of wake up and go with the flow. So shout out to everybody who don't have a job. Who live this life all the time. Like y'all niggas is blessed. <laughs> or people. We got people who take care of them. People who be milking the system. I mean, fuck that. Like, that shit whack. But I'm just saying it because I hate, I'm hating on y'all. Like, God. But then for real, for real, I could make that my lifestyle anyway because I need structure. So it was great while it lasted. You know what I'm saying? But even still, like, even still, I was just like, dang, what am I doing? Like, I, I didn't feel like I had no purpose after a minute. So it didn't, you know, you're in this transitional phase where you don't even know if, if, what you did was the best decision by leaving. And then you don't even know if it's going to make more sense to leave your atmosphere. If it's you, is it the atmosphere? Whatever the case may have you to up and go to West Bubble, wherever you're going, and to even think that it's going to work out there, right? So, like, you have all these thoughts, like, running in your mind constantly. And, and all I could think of at that time was just like, bro, how can I test the waters or how can I make this makes sense. So I call my line sister. Shout out to Katia, my 21. 21. 21, 29. Shout out to Katia. But I called her and was like, bro, I'm thinking about going to Atlanta to bring in the new year. And I contemplated with that one. Because for the longest, I've brought in the new year like with my family. Not to say that like I haven't switched it up in, in times and stuff like that. But like, you know, I bring in the new year, you know, Falling asleep as soon as midnight hit about 12.03, I'm knocked the hell out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want my nephews or my family. And I just, I don't know. So it, it just felt, it felt strange to not be chill during the new year. And then on top of that, my whole point of leaving when I left is to really spend the holidays with my family. And around that time, it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Like I wanted to be able to spend as much time with my family and friends back in Richmond as I could before I left because I didn't know how often I would be able to be back. So I, I'm talking to Katia and I'm like, bro, I'm thinking about going to Atlanta for New Year's. You know, riding out there, getting a hotel, you know what I'm saying? And just literally been out there for a few days. And while I'm out there, you know, I ride around, look at places, you know, look at jobs and stuff like that. And, uh, and just turn the fuck up because I deserve it. Like it's 2021. We knew that coming up on 2021, that, Hopefully by that time the vaccine was gonna be out so people can start getting vaccines. So you know what I'm saying? The world could be a lot safer. You know, the mask slowly, mask mandates slowly coming down. So we can really, really enjoy ourselves like to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, man, bruh, I might as well. Like, come on, I'm trying to bring I'm trying to bring in a new year in my new city, like, you know what I'm saying? Or where I'm gonna call my new home temporary or temporarily long-term shit. I don't know. I, I really don't know. God, I'm trusting you on this one. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was scary, but she was just like, you know what? At the time, my line sister had um, spent some time down in Charlotte. Like she had lived in Charlotte and she was like, she brought in the new year in Charlotte before she moved out there and then ended up moving out there like weeks later. And she was like, that's probably one of the best decisions that she's made. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like, it kind of like stamps you, you know what I'm saying? Like, dang, all right, bet. And even though there's no physical or there's no like tangible uh, reward that you get from this, but it's just, it's really like internal. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, all right, bet. Like I'm here, I'm starting off the new year or similar to how we celebrate our birthdays. Like, all right, it's a new start. It's a new, you know, a new beginning. 
knew everything and this is the energy that I need coming into this year. And literally, once she gave me the go, I got that stimulus. I was like, shit, fuck it. We got a bonus at work. I'm like, shit, fuck it. I'm going. And I'm very money conscious. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm very money conscious except when it comes to having a good time. When it comes to having a good time, I will fucking blow the bank. I do not care because... I'm a real memories. It's the feeling. It's the experience. I'm an experience kind of girl. Like, shit, it's what the experience calls. Like, about two, three, four, five hundred dollars and shit. That was an expensive experience for us. We had a fucking amazing time. Or it could have been a horrible experience, but damn, I ain't gonna spend that bread on them over. Either way, when it comes to having fun, I'm gonna spend the bread. You know what I'm saying? So I told you guys, like, I'm not, the only amount of income that I'm now getting at this point is from Norfolk State. So, I'm still getting paid because I'm still on payroll because I am still an employee all the way up until February 10th. All right. Keep that in mind. February 10th, 2021. I am still an employee at Norfolk State University. So, you know, I'm like, all right, F it. You know, I'm getting all this extra. I'm getting extra money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got money that ain't touched. You know, so I still got my, my, like my savings is still in the bank. You know what I'm saying? Like all that money I made from Wavy, that I pocketed from Wavy, like all of that is still there. So fuck it. Like, I'm like, bro, come on, treat yourself, enjoy yourself. Let's have a good time. So boom, I'm like, all right, F it, we going to do it. So I hit on my little cousin and was like, all right, you trying to ride with a nigga down to Atlanta? Like, come on, we, you know, we get the hotel, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll drive, I'll pick y'all up at December 3rd. And then my home girl, right? My coworker home girl at the time, Jayla was like, I'm going to Atlanta around that time, too. I'm like, well, she, like, how you finna get there? She's like, she finna drive from Norfolk to Atlanta. And I'm like, you're crazy. Like, won't you just drive to Richmond? Like, leave your car at my mama's house. And I and we could drive together. You know what I'm saying? That way I could drive down one way. You could drive down the next way if we need breaks or whatever. Because I couldn't necessarily depend on my little cousins because they, they little niggas. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I, not little nigga, little nigga. But they, like, they my little niggas. I ain't about to make my homies drive unless I'm, like, really down and out. Like, and I need, like, an hour to close my eyes. But even still, I wouldn't even really be able to close my eyes because I'll be paranoid that you driving, period. So, it, ain't, it won't even. It's like I had two bodies in the backseat that couldn't do anything. For real, for real. And them niggas was not, <laughs> And they were knocked out almost the whole drive. They woke up in Georgia. So, and anybody who knows who make that 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 drive from like um eighty five, Georgia. Once you get the Georgia state line, Atlanta is literally like an hour from there, like an hour and a half. So it ain't really majority of the drive was done by me for for um I can't remember when Jay hopped in the car, but either way, I told her, bro. Pull up to Richmond. We gonna we gonna all hop in the car. We gonna have a good time. We hopped in the car. You know what I'm saying? We listening to we, the vibes is going so. Literally, we booked the hotel. Everything is is a lot. Like we go to Atlanta, so we at like the Double Tree and um in like uh, North Drew Hills. Like we, so we're relatively close to the city. So I hit on my homegirl or whatever who already out here and was like, sis, I, I need an Atlanta makeup artist because I'm I'm going to the club. Like fuck you doing for New Year's? She was like, shit, we going to the gold room. And I'm like, bet slide. What's up with it? I go with her to gold room. She do my face. You know what I'm saying? And like her, her nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like they got, they got money, you know what I'm saying? So we had like a driver, niggas had drink, niggas had some other things. We had a good time, you know. We had a great time, and I literally brought in the new year in Go Room in Atlanta, and it was just lit. It was just lit. I've never in my entire life been to a club atmosphere like that before, like in my entire life. Now, granted, I don't club, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really like do that that going out have to dress for the nines like that's not really like my swag like my swag is more like 
chill girl, you know what I'm saying, kick back in a crib, lounge type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? I get dolled up here and there, but like 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 out there it was it was different. Like it was so different. But I'm happy I had that experience. Like, you know what I'm saying? Being able to bring my little cousins out there. They never been to Atlanta before. I have a cousin who lives in Atlanta, so we linked with her and got breakfast. It was just good energy. Like, and then also too, don't, don't, don't think I went out there just to play. Like I all the work come before the play all the time. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to me. So I went out there, I was apartment shopping. Um, trying to get some prices, trying to get some quotes. And at the time, it was a lot of like up at the air. Like me moving with someone was up in the air. So I had a potential roommate, but that was so fucking up in the air that I, I it was kind of hard to really even pinpoint if I was going to have to do that shit by myself or if I was going to like have a roommate. So I didn't know. So I was out there trying to prepare myself for worst case scenario if I needed to come out of pocket to do everything by myself. Keep in mind, my friends, I'm looking to live at the time. I'm looking to live around like the Midtown area, like Northeast Atlanta. And these niggas talking about, I'm thinking like max budget. I don't want to spend 1200 you know what I'm saying, on like rent. Because I've never paid a rent before. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm learning that like I'm comparing my prices. Like 1200 is a decent price for a nice one bedroom, one bath. Wooty, wooty, woo. And out there, we talking fourteen. For one bedroom, one bath, like 700 square feet-ish type of vibe. Six-something square feet-ish type of vibe. Like a studio five, 500 square feet-ish type of vibe for 1400 Like, what? Like, you want to talk about a rude awakening for a nigga? I was like, what the fuck? You know, like on the cartoons where like their eyes be coming out like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, oh, hell no. Hell to the no, no. Like, I'm like, bro. I'm going to have to sleep in a motherfucking box out this hole. Like, I, I don't necessarily know how this is going to work. Like, and I was like, bro, I cannot afford this. So that was a rude awakening. But even still, the work got done, though. I was able to do the research. So that way I knew amongst myself what it was going to be like. You know, I met this guy out there, too, who um who worked at one of the complexes I went to go look at. And he was like, yes, we is hiring. Take my card, email me, woody woody woo. And I'm like, I bet. So I took her a card. I followed up. I bring my, I bring my laptop everywhere I go to. So I'm follow, I am followed up. I emailed him. You know what I'm saying? My resume. And was like, you know, please send this to your management. Let me know if you need anything else. Rah, 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 rah. That nigga ain't come through. You know what I'm saying? So I should have known that. But he was a really nice guy, though. Like, he was like, your personality. And every time I was out there, I kept hearing, like, you gonna get a job. Like, you you will get a job. Like, your personality. You, you'll definitely get a job. Your personality. Oh, my God. Like, we're not hiring right now. But I know that when we will, you will get a job because your personality. <laughs> and I've been hearing that all my life. So I'm like, all right, well, let's, let's see how we're gonna make it work. It wasn't as promising as I thought it was gonna be. But... At the end of the day, the work got done. The research got done. You know what I'm saying? And it was just really kind of just a good time. So being out there, I really was able to kind of like feel the vibes, like get get used to the city or, you know what I'm saying, get used to the feeling of what we got kind of going on. And also, too, with that drive, I want to say I drove the whole way down. I really feel like I drove the whole way down. Um, unless, nah. Yeah, nah. I think I, I, I think I drove the whole way down. Uh-huh. And I needed to prove that to myself, too that I can make that drive by myself. Like if push come to shove, if an emergency happened, I needed to get home and didn't have to bread for a flight, which should never happen because you should always have to 
You, you, we need to save. I'm not I, I, make that a conversation later about financial literacy within the black community or financial literacy within the young adult community, period. But we need to get better at like saving and investing our money. And I'm not like the investment queen. You know what I'm saying? I'm not into like all that other stuff, but I'm into like thorough old school, take the money out your check, put it in another check. You know what I'm saying? Or <clears throat> take this money, don't touch it, don't look at it, don't feel it. Sign the back of that check and, and go ahead and put it in a savings account and don't touch it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a little old school when it comes to like saving in that regard. But either way, that's a conversation for another episode because I definitely plan to like unload that. But either way, being able to have the bread, you know what I'm saying? Whenever you need the bread is extremely important. So I just needed to prove to myself that I could make that drive. Like just in case like I needed to do that or just in case like, you know what I'm saying? An emergency happened or I needed to get home to know that like I have the mental strength to make that drive. And not that the, not that the drive is a horrible drive. Seven and a half hours, I mean, shit. I know people who drove further than that by themselves. But I'm talking about nobody in my car, just me <laughs> and my podcast or me and my music and the scenery to get me through a couple FaceTime calls, whatever. So that was really good in that regard, you know, being able to know that I could do that and stuff like that. And then, like I said, when we when we finished the weekend, you know, we did like typical touristy stuff. Um, my little cousin, they wanted to go to the Trap Museum. Um, we ended up getting something to eat out there as well. You know, we, we wanted to eat local. We wanted to do a lot of local eating. So we was able to kind of experience a couple local restaurants. We went to Lennox, of course. So just some real regular touristy, you know, Atlanta stuff. But the, it was more so just like that. Nah, we came out here. We did it. This is really finna be home. Like, this is really finna be my home. And that led to, you know, or heading back to Richmond, that led to a conversation where it's like, all right, cool. Like, now I need to buckle down to get serious about finding a job. I need to buckle down to get serious about finding a place and kind of re really figuring out because I told myself I wanted to be gone. I wanted to be gone by February. Like I wanted to be starting a job by February. So be mindful, this is January. So my family, you know, we make it back to Richmond, good vibes in Atlanta, wooty wooty woo. Make it back to Richmond. I'm a homegirl, make it back home. Everything is good. So Back on a search, back trying to figure it out, you know, get my mind together. Now I'm looking at different places. Now I'm altering my search. Now I'm being a lot more intentional with the questions that I ask, knowing that I cannot afford a $1,400 rent with no fucking job. And even still, if I was going to be spending $1,400 on rent from my savings, because I was going to live off my savings, guys. Remember I told you that I was going to, that's the only amount of money that I had at the time. You know what I'm saying? Because remember... When was the money stopping at Nova State? When? February 10th. Good job. You, you've been listening. You've been listening. So I'm like, all right, well, the money going to stop February 10th. So I need to make sure that I'm not. My, my biggest thing was not to get a full-time job in Richmond. Because if anything I was going to get in Richmond, it was going to be like a part-time just to keep it extra, just to supplement when my, when my baby money was coming in. But I do not want to get a full-time job in Richmond because I will literally stay here. And I, I think it's like important to mention, like, there's nothing wrong with your homes. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with your home city, your hometown, or whatever the case may have you. If it's for you, stay and make it for you. If it's not for you, leave and, and don't care. Period. You know what I'm saying? You can always come back. You you know, you always be able to get a job back at home. You always be able to get work back at home. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying? You have people that you can kind of like depend on, fall on, or whatever. But like, bruh, take the leap. Like, just, you know what I'm saying? If it ain't hitting on nothing for you at the time, then be out. Like, you ain't got to stay there. Like, no matter where you go, you always going to be where you from. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you will always represent where you're from. And I'm going to get into that because my sister told me, like, some of the realest. I can't remember if I mentioned it on the last episode or not, but she gave me some of the realest advice. Her and my mom would be really, like, just on my head. And my brother would be saying the same thing. Just real simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, just the simplistic version of of what they be saying. But, like, bro, like, leave. You, you don't You don't have to, like, stay there and do that. You know what I'm saying? So... I was super determined to not get a job at home because I'm like, if I fuck around and get a full-time job in Richmond, me leaving in February is going to turn to March. And then me leaving in March is going to turn into June. And before you know it, I'm a Richmond hoe. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't want to be a Richmond hoe no more. You know what I'm saying? I wanted it to be something different. So I had to really get serious. So like the conversation came about, like, you know, with me and my potential roommate at the time, trying to figure out like, what's the vibe? Because at one point, she looking at one bedrooms. Her lease was ending in February. So at one point, she looking at one bedrooms. The next point, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at one bedrooms. And now I'm looking at two bedrooms in, in North, like Northeast Georgia around Midtown. It's all right, cool. We can afford that. And now we're looking at one bedrooms in South Atlanta, like South Fulton. I, you know what I'm saying? So it was just so much. And at the time, um, at the time, I had a lot of reservations because my, my roommate had a boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? So it was just kind of like, all right, well, I'm I'm the single friend. Let me just throw that out there. Like, I've been single majority of my life. Like, <laughs> I'm not a relationship kind of girl. Not that I don't want to be, but it's it that's, that's just not the fucking cards that were dealt to me. All right? Okay? So that's just that. You know what I'm saying? So um, I I never, I don't like being a third wheel. You know what I'm saying? I don't. My best friends were in relationships and I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we could kick it, but I don't really like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cool with the spouse, but it's like, eh, I don't really want to kick it with y'all niggas like that. You know what I'm saying? So I just kick it by myself or whatever. So I was a little, I was, <laughs> I was pretty apprehensive about how that was going to work because, you know what I'm saying? It's being told to me on one hand that like, you know, like, bro will be around, but not around, around. And I don't necessarily know what that meant. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, uh, well, what does that mean? Like, and then there's at one point we we're always going to be living together. And then there's another point where we're not going to be living together. So it's kind of like that was a concern. And then on top of that, like, I think like the distance between the both of us as we were looking, trying to do the search online, it's in the links, like the communication, the, it, it just wasn't like ideal. You know what I'm saying? But we were able to make it work, thank God, but it just wasn't ideal and it left so much fucking room for doubt with me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, I don't even fucking know how this shit gonna work out. Like, so I have to be prepared for that fucking $1,400 rent because I ain't trying to live in the hood. I wanted to live in a gated community. You know what I'm saying? And I only had two needs for my place. A, my own bathroom and a balcony and patio. A washer and dryer was like number three. So I'd say like the top three needs. My own bathroom, a balcony or patio, like some type of outdoor area, and a washer and dryer. Like, I was an easy hoe to please. So, granted, it was a lot of places that we were able to find that had all of that. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it's just, sometimes it's just the communication. Like, and I, I would say that, like, on both of our ends, our communication was good enough to, to get us here. But I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that that process was a stress-free process. Like, actually, that process caused me, uh, outside of looking for a job, that actually was majority of my stress, trying to find a place and figure out what me and my roommate at the time was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was literally the, the number one factor of stress outside of money. You know what I'm saying? So, but money, that was always, that's, that's what my stress is now. Shit. Ain't rich enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you know, got there like God st- still put me through this little patient, you know what I'm saying, still trying to teach me to be patient, put me through this little patient course to, I'm like, bro, now I know I got millions somewhere. Then later on down the line, I know I got bread somewhere later on down the line, God. Come on, just run me the check. Run me the check. But I got to be patient and just be a little broke. Not a little broke, but you know what I'm saying? Like medium broke. You know what I'm saying? So, but like I said, that that caused a lot of stress and the money too. And then the fact that they didn't have a job. You know what I'm saying? So now, you know, I know, and I told her, I told my roommate at the time, shout out to Ray Ray, um, Fly Bay, Ray Chanel. But shout out to Ray. Um, she, she, I knew that there were probably doubts that she had in reference to me not having a job, especially when you're going into a situation where you about to sign a lease with someone. You don't have no, this bitch ain't got no job. You know what I'm saying? And she says she got money stacked away, but I don't know how much money she got stacked away. So what the fuck is up? You know what I'm saying? I told her like I had enough bread to, I had enough bread, honestly, to, that if I ain't have a job that I can live for six months. And I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, and shit, probably longer than that if I decided to be frugal. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I'm like, trust me, sis. Like, I got it. Like, lo and behold, we finally found a place, right? We found a place, and um, she's like, hey, you like? I like. Got everything we looking for. Price range. You know what I'm saying? It's affordable. Let's get it. I bet. So, she begins, like, you know, like, now, not you know, but, like, now that everything is online. So, like, she begins doing the application process. You know, I begin doing my part application process and at the time she was on her way to california so she to california they're three hours behind us you know what i'm saying so uh being able to kind of like communicate like first thing in the morning on my end would would be a little like strange so in the application right as, as i'm applying she sends it to me like in the middle of the day i was out i went out that day and then i came back around like 10 at night so i'm doing my part nine ten at night i'm doing my part and and something on that was just like you can't get through, like, you can't get through to, to finish the application, and I'm like, what, bro, what the fuck, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm asking her questions, because my mom's sleeping, I don't wake my mama up, like, hey, you know what I'm saying, questions about the, the check stuff, questions about this, my first time ever filling out the application, I, I didn't want to be annoying, I felt annoying, but, like, I really kind of just needed help, and I'm like, bro, I can't move forward on this application, like, some, some about it just ain't letting me do it, you know what I'm saying, come to find out the next day, I'm like, all right, but my father told you she's in California, and the next day, I'm like, bruh, I wake up early in the morning. I look up the time to see when the office opens so I can call and, and ask some questions. So I'm like, maybe I should tell her first, you know what I'm saying, um, to let her know what's going on. Or maybe I should just get all the answers so I can let her know. So I called up to the office and was like, hey, you know, I'm trying to do my application for this particular unit, woo 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 and I can't finish it. Like, like some for some reason, like, it's not letting me be done with it. And she was just like, that's because someone completed it before you did. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what you mean? Like, hold on, see what you talking about. You know what I'm saying? She's like, yeah, somebody else was applying to that same unit, and they got the application in before you. So basically, like, she wasn't talking like this, but this is how I'm receiving all this information. Before you, so basically, like, you, you're fucked. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how? Like, be mindful. I already told y'all this was the number one contributor to my stress. Like, and I'm just like, bro, now we got no place. I'm like, F it. Let's go with the one that's more expensive. Like, you know what I'm saying? And she's in California. She's frustrated. She wants to spend time with her family. She don't want to talk about this shit. But I want to talk about this shit because I'm like, what the fuck? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Here we go again, missing each other on communication. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a lot. And lo and behold, on that conversation, when I was asking the girl about like what happened with the application, what should we do? Whatever. She was like, another one's going to come open. You know what I'm saying? So just like, you know, soon. So just apply to that one. But she has to like, she has to be the one to go back in the application to select it. All this stuff. Like blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, man, F it. Let's go with the one that's more expensive. And and we going to figure it out. She's like, no, you know, uh, another one's coming. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, all right. But be mindful. Back to the phone call, right? Because we're going back and forth to like the, the thoughts and, and conversations with me and my roommate. And then back to the phone call with the girl who's telling me about the application. So back on the phone call, right? Literally, she gives me all the information. She's as sweet as, she's just so sweet and so nice and just so like, so Southern and just so, just, I don't know, just so nice. You know what I'm saying? Like Southern Belle. Like literally, I was talking to a Southern Belle. Like, and something, something told me, just ask. Just ask. Just ask. So I'm like, ma'am, by any chance, I wanted to know, are you guys hiring and she was like, we are actually, you know, um, we just, you know, uh, one of our girls had just went to another property and we are hiring. And I was like, all right, so how exactly would I go about the application? And y'all know sometimes like, you know, like you could put an application on the website, but they may not pull your name type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to like weigh my options. I like, can think like, you know what I'm saying? Cause with the last dude, I told you what the last dude, he told me to apply and he was on that bullshit. So I'm like, you know, F it. I, I done put in so many applications at this point. It doesn't even matter. Like, you know, so I'm like, all right, we'll just try. She was like, just go to the website, put in the application and that's it. And I was just like, all right. I said, okay, may I have your email address? She gave me her email address. So I went in, did the application. It was, very, it was a very simple application. Thank God. I hate those applications with those questionnaires. And I got to take quizzes and I got to like, you got to assess my personality. Man, fuck this test. Just get me the interview, dog. Like, you'll be able to see what you need to see within these 30 minutes that me and you are talking. But, like, why do I have to get through this, this SAT of an of a application? Like, God, it's so... Applying to jobs is a job. Like, it is so irritating. It's so annoying. Like, why do I have to do all of this? Like, why? Like, just why, God? Why? Why? Why are there multiple steps? Why are there multiple processes? Like, it's so irritating. Either way... The application was very, thanks for letting me rant. The application process was very simple, right? So I sent over, you know, put in my application, wooty wooty woo, sidebar, making sure your application is done or up to date as you're looking for jobs is also very important, okay? So before I left the school, I made sure my, appli- my application, Lord, I made sure my um, resume was up to date, you know what I'm saying? My contact information was up to date and everything was kind of just like, you know, fluid in that regard. So back to the story. So finished applying right I got like I told you I got her email address I emailed her and was like um thank you so much you know what I'm saying for making me you know for letting me know about you know the application you know if you feel inclined you can put in a good word for me or just put in a word or just say your you don't fucking know me you know what I'm saying how you gonna put in a good word for me but just say like you know this girl called asking for a job some shit like anything 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 you know what I'm saying so I basically sent her email was just like thank you so much like I really appreciate that and uh, she was like, no problem. Literally, y'all, no bullshit. The next week, I got a call for an interview. So I'm like, oh, snap. Like, oh, snap, oh, snap. Like, so now 
Now I gotta I gotta figure out how I'm gonna do this, right? I never told anyone this. I don't I don't think I've ever told anyone this. So a lot of times, like, you know, let's say for instance, like um some people, I'm just gonna use an example, right? Imagine with me. Y'all just imagine with me. So let's say for instance you were seven years old, right? And um you got like pushed in a pool or something like that. You almost drowned. You you're terrified. You now now you hate water. You know what I'm saying? So as an adult, when it comes to like pool activities, pool parties, the beach and going out in the water where to the point where you may not have as much control, you don't like doing that because how you were scarred when you were seven as a kid from something that happened. Back in October, November, before um, I ended up leaving the school, I want to say it was October, before I ended up leaving the school, I got a call for um, a job in Atlanta. And y'all know I was fed up. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's around the time, like, you know what I'm saying? I just got written up. I'm like, man, after this job, like, I hate everybody here. You know what I'm saying? So I got a call for an interview at like this leasing office or something. Like, you know, I'm just applying to job. I, at that point, I was applying like literally every day to a job in Atlanta just because I just was like, F it. So I got a call from this lady, and I'll never forget. I was right outside the new building, I was right outside the new um, residential complex. The South Side, to be specific, like stand, just standing right there, the sun was setting in the air. It was really like a, a beautiful like orange day, like a like a orange. You know, the sky's like orange, purple type of vibe. It was like one of them type of vibes. The lady calls and she's like, um, "Hi, you know what I'm saying? Um, we got an inter- you know, we got an application from you, and basically, you know, we want to know would you be open to coming in for an interview?" And I was ecstatic. I was ecstatic, and I asked her, "Oh my God, yes!" Like. Yes, we set up a date for that Tuesday for me to go down. I was going to call out of work. Now, on that Tuesday, I didn't have to work with you. So I was going to call out of Nofi State, you know what I'm saying, um, for a couple days for me, like that Tuesday and that Wednesday, fly back and, and knock it out right in time before I had to go to work on Thursday at Wavy. So I, I accepted the interview and everything. It was like, yes, absolutely. Like, I'm super excited. Like, woody woody woo. Get off the phone. Call my mom. I'm like, mom, listen, I got this interview for this place down in, um, down in Atlanta. Like, 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 I think I should do it. Like, what you think? You know what I'm saying? And y'all know, like, sometimes, like, you be having your mom made up, but sometimes you just need a second opinion. And a lot of times my second opinion always will go to my mom or my sister. Like, always. Unless it's, like, some creative works. You know what I'm saying? It goes to my creative friends. Or if it's some real nigga shit, I may ask some real niggas. You know what I'm saying? Or if it's, like, some feminine shit, stuff, I may ask some my, my feminine home. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know there's certain people you got to follow up your doubts with sometimes, like, and just run that idea by them. So my mom was like, all right, well, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's good. That's good. Have you asked maybe, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm telling her, like, I looked up the flight. The flight going to cost me about, like, a smooth 300 round trip, like, over $300 round trip. You know what I'm saying? And she's just like, all right, well, you know what I'm saying? Is that something you really want to do? Be mindful, I had the bread. I had $300 times a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I got the bread. It ain't nothing about taking the risk and taking the opportunity. Just, just Let's just go with it. Let's, let's see what the fuck it's talking about. And she was like, why don't you see if they could just do like a, a Skype one first or like a virtual one first, and then on your second one, you can go out there. I'm like, you know what? That's a good idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, me personally, I wouldn't have came up with that idea because I love in-person. You know what I'm saying? So I would take an in-person visit or FaceTime any day. I would take an in-person interview over a Skype or Zoom or whatever any day. So when she said that, I'm like, oh, they, they definitely should be compatible. Like, the world is on virtual world right now. 
We're doing everything virtually. We're doing conferences. We're doing graduations, marriages, family reunions. Like it's the virtual world. Like 2020 was the virtual year. You know what I'm saying? So it isn't that like they didn't have the capability to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that's a good idea, mom. Let me, let me call her back the next day because the days was getting tight. So I called back and was like, hi, you know what I'm saying? This is X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to see, like, did you guys offer an option to do virtual interviews? You know what I'm saying? And then on the second one, you know, I'll come back out there because currently I'm still, you know, in Virginia. I want to be transparent about that. Like, I hate, I honestly, people, sidebar, people will honestly be like, um, you know what I'm saying? We'll hire you from wherever, but a lot of times they be wanting local niggas. So just throwing that out there. So I asked the lady, right? And the response that the lady gave me back was basically like, uh, no, we're kind of looking for someone that's a little closer. And I was like, so if I was to be out there, then that wouldn't have made that much of a difference because I would have been basically there. And she's just like, yeah, we were just trying to, you know, trying to fill the position. We needed someone kind of close or, low, you know what I'm saying? -boo. Basically, long story short, she basically told me no. No, I'm not about to set up no fucking Skype for you. No, I'm not about to interview. Like, no, you ain't that, like, basically, like, just to set up a Zoom call that only costs all of nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just to set up an account because I think your business should have things like that anyway, considering the fact that you're showing apartments to people. And you know what I'm saying? And sometimes people can't get there because of the virtual world. But because you weren't willing to make that, that sacrifice for me, or because you willing, wasn't even willing to hear me out in that regard, like, fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? So not F y'all. That, that was so rude. I shouldn't have said that. I'm not going to edit this out, but I shouldn't have said that. But that's how I, that, I, I was so hurt the angry me was like man fuck that stupid that job y'all don't even y'all y'all don't even know because i was gonna come there and i was gonna be the best employee that y'all was gonna have like really shit i was gonna bring some good energy there i was gonna bring some good vibes i was gonna bring some good education some good all that and y'all really just carried me like how you call me for the interview but you're not even willing to work with me like that's crazy sidebar if you are if you have an interest in somebody bro you gotta be willing to work with them. Like, I feel like they just pulled out. At that point, they let me know that they probably didn't value what I had to bring. They just needed a body and a seat. And they ain't need that. So, that really broke my heart. You wanna talk about, like, I was sick? Oh, I was sick. Oh, I was extremely sick. So now, I didn't tell a lot. I didn't tell nobody that. I didn't tell a lot of people that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I just felt like after I got the phone call with her, that it wasn't worth the bread. It won't worth the bread. Because I'm like, I'm finna get out here, spend all this money, you know what I'm saying? And then potentially not even get the job or potentially not even feel comfortable in this workspace atmosphere because you guys low-key current me. You know what I'm saying? And maybe it won't I'm personal and I'm working on not taking things personal. Like I have been doing a great job at at that, especially after reading the um the four agreements. So you that's a great book. You guys should read it. I'll tell you about it later. Either way. Um, I, I felt the way, like I was so hurt. So when fast forward to, to January of 2021, when they called me back a week later and it was like, can you do an interview? At that point, I'm like, hell yeah, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm coming there because I'm not, y'all not about to play me how the last place played me. You know what I'm saying? Be mindful, this job has no idea and even offers me. She offers me an online Skype Zoom interview. And y'all know what I told the lady? No. <laughs> I told her, no, I will be there. She was like, but are you still in Virginia? I'm like, I am, but I will be there. Like, I will, I will be there. 
And guess where I was? There. I bought me a round trip ticket from Richmond to Atlanta. Literally, this is how, like, this is how, like, serious this shit was. Like, I brought my ticket. I had nowhere to go. No place to stay. Like, my cousin lives, like, North Atlanta. She lives, like, like Bankhead. You know what I'm saying? So, it just served no purpose because where I was going was relatively close to the airport. It served no purpose for me to go 30 minutes, 20, 20, 30 minutes north when where I needed to be was south. And then I'm flying back to Richmond the same day. So, literally, booked my flight, right? Got dressed. Oh, my God. I would literally wrap y'all up for a whole nother like I will really be talking about this journey for a whole nother like who knows how long because y'all my two trips to Atlanta for these interviews were so ghetto I promise you maybe I'll talk about it like one day like as like a reflection maybe I should do like a vlog style yeah because this is my podcast vibe I'm gonna do like a vlog style but like when I when I tell you like like the shit I went through, <laughs> the shit I went through was real ghetto. So I traveled, you know, got 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 away to the airport, accepted an interview, one, right? And I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So booked the flight to get to Atlanta. The interview, I think the first day was probably a, like um, two. I can't remember. Like sometime in the afternoon, two. Landed in Atlanta around like ten something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ate my breakfast in the airport. You know what I'm saying? I'm researching on the internet how to be a legal consultant. Like, I'm just looking up all types of shit. Like, I'm just preparing myself. I got my resume on deck. Like, I'm just super ready. My dress clothes are in my, my book bag. I get changed. No, 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 no. I didn't get changed in the airport at that time. So I got changed at this Target that's around the corner from where I was, right? That a lotion off, you know what I'm saying? Get my hair together. Bitch, I had to buy a motherfucking pack of um, Molly hair to put around my little bun. It was so ghetto. So I'm in the Target bathroom getting changed for this interview. Catch a lift there. And I'm like walking. I'm walking from the local store to this place in my dress and Yeezys. You want to talk about a crazy looking somebody with a, with a, with a trench coat on? Like, I look crazy. Like, it was just, I, I can't really, like, explain it because it was just all so ghetto. Like, it was the greatest ghetto experience ever, like, I'm telling you. So, <laughs> I'm walking to the interview, literally walked to the wrong complex. Because b- two of them look just alike. Walk to the wrong complex, go to the other one, literally makes it there in, in the nick of time. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm walking, I'm planning my timing. I didn't, there was no point in catching a lift right around the corner you know what i'm saying so it was just like yo made it there the first thing she does is all, like she's like would you like she's so sweet she's so excited to see me excited oh that's a new word she's so excited to see me well you know would you like some water i'm like yes normally i don't accept that stuff but i'm like yes because i'm thirsty as shit so i'm in the room crushing the water before like before she even gets in there trying to like wipe my wipe my face, get myself together. Like, thank God for the mask. You know what I'm saying? So try to get myself together, whatever, boom, interview go. At the end of the interview, the first interview, she's like, I'm automatic, I'm all I'm already gonna bring you back for the second one. So I'm just letting you know this now. I'm like, all right. She gives me another option to make that second one a, a Skype or a Zoom one, and I'm like, no. She was like, I want you to meet our regional, come back for the regional, woo do I'm like, bet. So I left out of there feeling good. You know what I'm saying? I left out of feeling good because, see, I didn't feel that the bread I spent on this round trip flight to come here 
was was a waste. I felt like it was intentional. I felt like I was sewing into my, my seed, sewing into my purpose, sewing into my next move. You know what I'm saying? So it just felt different already than the first time or the first, you know what I'm saying, thing I was re- willing to do. So, like I said, and, and it feels good to know leaving an interview, even being told that you coming back for the next one or you got the job. Like, that's, it's like, bet, like, bet that. Like, I got it done. Let me back in my head and I got it done. Literally, when I left the interview, Caught my lift back to the airport, flew back to Richmond that exact same day, right? A week later, did it again. Came back out here, except this time I didn't get dressed in a Target bathroom. I got dressed in a hotel across the street. You know what I'm saying? So I done made a relationship with the little people at the hotel because I've been coming there a couple times. You know what I'm saying? I came there the first couple times when I was waiting on my lift. You know what I'm saying? When I left the interview the first time. So I'm like, hi, Mr. Taylor. You know what I'm saying? So I got dressed in that bathroom. I was a lot more prepared. I knew where I was going this time, so it was a lot easier. Whatever. Left there, she said, by the end of the week, she's going to make a decision. By the end of that week, I got a phone call telling me um, that I got the job, right? And keep in mind, y'all, that, damn, I'm trying to figure out which one came first. I found out, yep, all right, boom. I found out we got approved for our apartment, the one that we ended up applying to again, like the second one, right? Remember, keep in mind, the first one we applied to got snatched away from us. I called up to the office, asking what was the deal. Ended up later asking the girl, are they hiring? So all of this is happening at the same time. It was so overwhelming for me. So we got approved for the apartment before I even knew I got the job. At the time, I didn't tell my roommate because... You don't be wanting to tell everybody, you know what I'm saying? She was like, damn, why you ain't tell me? You came out here twice. She didn't even tell me. I ain't even tell my cousin. Like, I ain't tell nobody that I was coming to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? I barely was even posting. I was flying. You know what I'm saying? Because this was back when we were still on lockdown. Like, niggas still hella judgmental. Like, I didn't want to let a lot of people know what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? So, I won't really telling nobody. You know what I'm saying? Tell my best friends. I ain't I really, the only people who knew I was going to that interview was literally my mom, my sister, my brother, and my grandma. And, like, a couple friends that I, that I may have told. You know what I'm saying? Like, but for the first one, I ain't tell nobody. Like, I was telling people, like, I ended up getting a job and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And it was this process after that I was terrified about. But, I mean, if you know, you know. Nigga, if you know, you know. But, like, I was just like, um, you know, I was real low-key. Because who wants to, like, exploit themselves to not get something? You know what I'm saying? Like telling everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to be going on tour with Drake. I'm supposed to be going, you know, I'm going on. Because you know, in September, I'm going on tour with Drake. But then that nigga cut you in August. Like that's, that's embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to tell nobody. So I'm out there. Like I said, keep in mind, we got approved for our apartment. I didn't even know we got approved for our apartment. I won't even check out my email. My roommate's like, yo, we got approved. Like, did you tripping? Like, check your email. I'm like, oh, nigga. So we got a place. We got a place in the A. Like, literally, now I have a home. I just need to get a job. You know what I'm saying? So all of this is happening amongst the same time. You know what I'm saying? So I end up, like I said, my second interview, she was like, you, um... Like, where will you be? Like, so how's, how's the work going to go? You know, I see right here, you're, you're, you know what I'm saying? You're still employed at Nova State. I'm like, well, I'm, you know, lying. Damn, I hate to say that I lied, but I, I kind of did. I, I, I ain't lie, but I kind of like stretch the truth. I'm technically still employed because technically I was. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know what card you're looking at me from. Are you looking at me from a card as a tenant who about to live here? Or, you know what I'm saying? Who trying to figure out, is this income still going to come in? Or are you looking at me from a, a, a perspective where it's like, I want to hire you, but you're still employed full time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, shit, well, whatever perspective you want to go with this perspective, I'm going to sell you. You know what I'm saying? So currently, yes, I'm still at the school, but that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's online. <laughs> and it was, you know, well, it won't, but it kind of was, won't. But, you know, either way, I'm like, man, give me this fucking job. Like, stop playing with me, dog. I done spent about six, over $600 just to come out here just because I'm listening to God. Or I'm having a faith that this is mine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Boom. Literally, after that second interview, everything went great. You know what I'm saying? Uh, come to find out the regional. She was an HBCU grad. She went to Hampton. So I'm like, oh, shit. You went to Hampton. You know what I'm saying? Like, we both. So you you know where I'm around. Like, you know what I'm doing. You know what I got going on. Like, so it's just, it, it was two, two black women interviewed me, right? So it's already this sense of comfort when you walk into a space and it's a black woman. And I don't care what nobody say, a black person one, but a black woman is a completely different energy. It's a completely different vibe. And I'm like, sis, you know I'm trying to get this. Not to say that the other person wasn't a black person. I don't fucking know. I don't know who I was going against. I didn't care because that, that wasn't that wasn't my focal point. You know what I'm saying? My focal point was me taking care of me. You know what I'm saying? And literally, it, it, it literally it all worked itself out. And I was just so grateful. I kept telling my mom, like, bro, like, I'm I'm being interviewed by two black women, you know what I'm saying, at this job. I ain't never worked in leasing before. I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. I have housing experience, but we're going we gonna to figure it out. And lo and behold, we did. She called me a couple days after that second interview when I made it back to Richmond. She was like, oh, my God, are you flying back to Richmond today? I'm like, yeah, you know, my flight leaves in, like, the next couple of hours. You know, so I'm going to go to the little hotel, kick it with my homies over there until my lift comes and um, take me back to the airport. So literally both of those interviews, I went out there for the day, literally not even the whole day, just in the time span it, it took for me to get that interview done and then was back in Richmond that exact same day. So when when she offered me the job, dog, you want to talk about like a couple of days later she offered me the job, you want to talk about like you want to talk about faith on a whole nother level. Like you guys have been listening to my journey since I started this Faith Over Fear um, series, or even since I started the podcast. You know what I'm saying? So, and for people who were close to me, for people who who who, who heard my cries and, and heard me say, like, I got to figure it out. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to figure it out, but I got to figure it out. I have no other option but to make this shit work because I have to. You know what I'm saying? And what I ain't going to do, if I don't let other people down, I damn sure ain't about to let myself down. You feel what I'm saying? Like, this is what I need. This is mine. Like, so it, it was, you want to talk about a sigh of relief. You want to talk about believing. I went from having no job, no place to stay, no security. You know what I'm saying? In the decisions that were being made at the time, like just to being all over the place. You know what I'm saying? To me and my roommate worked it out. You know what I'm saying? We looking forward to, to our next steps and phases now. I got a lot more clarity on how we going to move forward, how we going to do this home situation. She got what she wanted. I got what I wanted. I now have a job. Like, this shit was just God. It was nobody but God, okay? Because nobody can make something happen that fast, that quick, that smooth, that easy for me but him, okay? We talking about... I up and left two jobs, another city, like this this extreme com comfortability of a home or situation that I was in to uproot myself, to come back home, to be able to spend time with my family, spend the holidays with my family exactly the way I wanted to, be able to build bonds, pick up my nephews and my, see my niece and my sister and spend time with my sister and talk to my little cousins and my grandmas and all this stuff, I was able to do all of this stuff and still reap the reward or the benefit that I was supposed to get in the end. Nothing was compromised. You feel what I'm saying? And and I just kind of want to like make sure I put that out there that like, y'all, 
we have this skewed, and I don't know if it's because we're used to trauma or if, it be, if it's because we're used to like being down and out at times or every time something good happens, something bad is going to follow up. Like you can't, you can't mask in your happiness too much. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, because life is full of up and downs and all this other type of stuff. And, and, and all the while that can be true. But what I've learned from this process, bro, a lot is just trusting God. You know what I'm saying? Like God knows, my mom used to always tell me God knows the wishes and desires of your heart. You know what I'm saying? So he's not going to continuously allow you to see things, continuously allow you to feel things, continuously allow you to know that or tell you or give you signs that this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is what I want you to be doing. This is then the third and not grant that for you or not make a way to make that happen for you. You get what I'm saying? So like y'all have to believe y'all have to trust. He won't going to make none of this happen for me until I, until I wrapped up what I needed to wrap up at the end of the year down, down my jobs. None of this was going to happen. Like, really think about it, y'all. Like, none of this was going to happen. Like, how? How is it that the application went wrong? How is it that perfectly, everything happened perfectly? You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm getting back in the house trying to do the application. Like, man, what the fuck? Why is this not working? You know what I'm saying? Why did I, did I listen to him and not wait to call my, you know what I'm saying? Call my roommate. You know what I'm saying? Why? Like, why, why did, why was all of this? Like, why was it the girl who I talked to? Why was it? You know what I'm saying? The next week right after that, I got an interview. Why was it I got approved to live there in addition to work there? Like, come on. Like, this is nobody but God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, there's no way that all of this could have happened in the course of a month. I went to Atlanta to spend, uh-oh. I went to Atlanta to spend the new year in Atlanta. And before you know it, literally the month after that, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I'm just grateful. So I say all that to say that, like, now that I'm here, and, and the doubts and the fear, sometimes that don't stop, even even during your transition. Because even still, y'all, I had to spend some shit of money to get out here. I, I spent like half of my savings to get out here. You know what I'm saying? Um, For the U-Haul, for the flight, for the drive. And my drive down here was like the, the, the worst drive of my entire life. I stayed in a hotel for two weeks before I moved. We moved into our place. I started my job here in Atlanta February 8th, 2021. So February 8th, 2021, I was employed with my new job now while still being employed at Norfolk State for two, like in that grace period was two days because my job ended at the school February 10th. Nobody but God, bro. I need to go play that number somewhere. Lord, I sound like my grandma. You know what I'm saying? But like, nobody but God, like literally, like what are the odds? What are the odds that I had the money to, to spend thousands of dollars at this hotel that I stayed at for two weeks? What are the odds that I had I had, you know, got everything done with my car. So my car's in great shape to, to make it on down here. What are the odds that I was able to just be and exist with my family and not have to work and stress myself out? What are the odds that I was able to go to Atlanta and just have a fucking turned up time for New Year's and still be and look good, feel good, you know what I'm saying? Party good, eat good, drink good, you know what I'm saying? Smoke good, you know everybody, you know how we do, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like a good, it, it was literally like, when I look back at it, I'm like, bro, like, I can't, I can't really wrap my mind around it. And I've, maybe I've gotten to a point where I'm a lot stronger now. But every time I used to tell a story, I would get extremely emotional. Because I'm like, the favor. His favor ain't fair. Like, his, his favor over me was just on a whole nother level. And all I needed to do was trust him. So whatever doubts that you guys are having, yo... I'm not telling you that that, that shit just gonna stop the moment that you land that job. Or the moment that you get to your city. Or the moment that you... You know what I'm saying? Get that promotion. That shit don't stop. Like, sometimes you still have that. We want to train ourselves to not feel like that. You know what I'm saying? Because faith is higher than all of that. You know what I'm saying? So, 
the imposter syndrome. We got to get rid of that. Stop thinking that we're not capable or that we don't deserve to win or we don't deserve to feel. We don't deserve to be happy or that every time we get an ounce or an outpouring of happiness and love and support that it's going to come with, you know what I'm saying, a, a back end of hate and, and, and all this other type of stuff. Like, it doesn't always have to be like that. And I want us to elevate our minds and elevate our thinking to 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 not necessarily be in that type of mind space where every time something good happens to you, some bad gonna, gonna follow up. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes good shit just happens. And then another good thing happens. And then another good thing happens. You know what I'm saying? And then another good thing happens. And then the bad thing. No, no, I'm playing. But you know, y'all get what I'm saying? Like, the doubt has to cease. The imposter system has to stop. The fear has to be put on hold. And the worrying about the money plan plan i'm gonna do a financial episode because i just think it's extremely important that we learn about that but like even when you get there you know what i'm saying with some growing pains that i had to go through like rebuilding relearning the city like not having anybody out there for for you know what i'm saying like i said i got my cousin a couple friends you know what i'm saying but like dang you know what i'm saying like like i got people out here you know what i'm saying especially like i know my cousin like we gonna take care of each other for sure but like still like not having everybody like for the most part like i'm in this shit by myself 90 percent of the time you know what i'm saying so it's like rebuilding regrowing like really just going through those phases those motions and stuff all over again and it's okay it is okay like you know what I'm saying? You have to tune out the people who, who have doubts for you. Tune out the people who gon who gon who gonna be fearful for you. If I'm not occupying the fear, then why are you occupying it for me? Why are you projecting that on me? Why are you projecting your doubts on me? And for real, for real, the reason people are like that because they cannot see themselves doing it. I think my sister said some of the really shit, bro. My sister and my brother. It was not think it was my brother. One of these niggas said some of the really shit. They be these niggas really be coming through for me, dog. Like, and I need them to know that. My brother was like, I think it was Rade. Rade was like, you you got people who going to say, you know what I'm saying, like who will ask you questions about a job as if you need a job before you need to go out there and do it. You got people who going, you know what I'm saying, like want to make sure this and the third or are you sure this and the third, who will never leave Richmond ever, who's never left Richmond, never. So you got people giving you advice, right? Free advice. Nobody asked you for this. You got people who are giving stuff to you, who are worrying you, who are projecting their doubts and fears and stuff on you, who will never make the same move as you. So what do I look like even listening to you at this point? You know what I'm saying? Like, how you gonna teach me how to shoot the shot, but you ain't got the ball in your hand? You gonna teach me how to motherfucking go, go run a play, but you not even in the game. You watching. You a spectator. Don't, don't try and give un unwanted and unsolicited advice to people that you are not willing to do or follow through your own motherfucking self. Period. Rade told me that. You know what I'm saying? So you, you can't even, like, I had to erase that. Like, I had to erase the idea that I won't go get a job. Erase the idea that, it, that I maybe it was going to fail. Erase the idea for every single person who has something to say to me that won't willing to do it themselves. Until you ready to take this leap yourself, it ain't really shit that you can say to me for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm in my bag a little bit, but like he really ignited a whole different like my brother, and my sister, my brother, my sister, and my mom be igniting beasts in me. You hear me? Like big beasts, like like they be awakening the beast in me, and I be eating that shit up. Okay, so like that was just some real. And my sister, you know, when I had doubts of just wanting to stay in Richmond at the time, I'm like, you know what? I could be that bitch in Richmond. Like, why do I have to go to Atlanta to do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? I could, I could, I could, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I got connects in radio. You know what I'm saying? I got connects in television. Like, why do I have to leave Richmond to, to go to Atlanta? Do I could really be that bitch here? I really could. Like, my friends are starting their own businesses. I got homies. I got all this stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? People doing stuff in the city. But, like, that won't my vibe. That won't, that won't for me. You know what I'm saying? Because if it was for me, I would have just stayed home. My sister was like, why be that bitch in Richmond when you could be that bitch somewhere bigger? I'm like, ooh, wait. You talking your shit now, girl. You awakening the beast. Like, nah, go go down there and, and dominate that shit. Go down there and not have no resources to build all them shits up again. Go down there and not know nobody and build it all up again. Go down there and give us a place to come visit. Go down there and turn the city up and, and, really, and really go do that shit. And I'm like, oh, everybody, my mom. When I got a job at King's Dominion, literally, like, it's two slave jobs in, in um, Richmond. Amazon and King's Dominion. Got a job at King's Dominion. My mom used to always tell me. And I, like I said, I may have mentioned this before. I tell this story a lot. But my mom, I got the job at King's Dominion. King's Dominion about, like, 35 minutes from the city, like, on a good day. You know what I'm saying? So, it ain't really, like, it ain't really bad. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we had, I had no car when I was, like, 16, 16, 17, however old I was when I got the job. I ain't had no car. And... And you know, I was going to get back and forth to Kings Dominion, Kings Dominion, like your local McDonald's or your local Target and nothing like that. Like, I didn't know I was going to get back and forth to Kings Dominion. And she was like, but if you got the job, though, so it don't matter. We're going to figure it out. And lo and behold, we figured it out. You know what I'm saying? They started doing shuttles. Shout out to, I, I could shout them niggas out. They did shuttles where, like, they would meet in different parts of the city, like South Side, East End, West End, North Side, like, different places out here in Rikel, just different big places that like a lot of kids were who worked at Kings Dominion and we'll pay them monthly or like bi-weekly and they would take us back and forth to Kings Dominion and it was so much fun like the niggas on that joint were real hood like it was so much fun and my my station was um you know you got cool with your your little crew or your group of people you know where y'all get picked up at so I was like the South Sound one we met at the McDonald's at the plaza you know what I'm saying so we used to always be sitting <laughs> sitting right there and then literally years after that they ended up making a GRTC bus route for people and then employees got discounts so literally we're catching the city bus to work and back now granted getting to the bus from the park was a whole nother you know what i'm saying because me and they don't be trying to let niggas all to like going on like after 11 30 midnight and i'm like nigga, i got a bus to catch back home to go to sleep to have to be back at work the next day real life slave like a slave workshop i loved it though it was the best plantation i've been on you know what i'm saying um but I said, oh, to say that, like, I ain't know how that, I didn't know how it was going to work. And it was times where I, have to, I would have to borrow my mom's car, pick her up from work when I got off, or, like, drop her off. But it was just so much. Like, my grandma would pick me up from work. My uncle would drop me off. Like, it was a, a family thing. And, like, I didn't know how it was going to work, but it worked. You know what I'm saying? And and, and she was like, God, I'm going to give you the job if it, if it won't going to work. You know what I'm saying? So this wrap-up to this Faith of a Fear series, although it was my journey, We've all been there before. We've all had moments where we've doubted ourselves. We've all had moments where we didn't feel like, you know what I'm saying, that we was going to be able to make it through. We've all had moments where we felt like that shit won't going to work. Like, how? Like, how? Woo! If I told y'all, I, I get emotional and I talk about it, but it's coming now. But, like, you, you just don't fucking know how. But you know you keep seeing it. You know, like, you know, like, you're not crazy because it's like you keep having these feelings that you're supposed to be better. You keep having these feelings that you're supposed to be further. You keep having these feelings that, like, I'm valued a lot higher or not to say that, you know what I'm saying, like, to anything, piece of your past. But, like, I'm now ready for my next phase, my next part, my next step. You know what I'm saying? My next uh, my next period of growth, my next sprouting phase. 
You know what I'm saying? But I don't know how I'm going to get there, bro. Plan, write it down, plan it out, narrow it down, figure it out, and fucking do it. Because you can. And if it's something, if it's along the course that God has set for you, it will always happen. When you start trying to go unlock doors that are not for you, they won't ever happen. You know what I'm saying? Or you may, you make a Jimmy rig your way through that door. You know what I'm saying? But everything you finna go through is not for you because it wasn't meant for you. You know what I'm saying? Everything that's supposed to be yours is already written out for you. You have all the keys. It's like literally this, this, this game of life is like a massive scavenger hunt. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to get the next clue in your, in your year of learning in order to unlock that next phase. You got to be able to, you know, find the key over here in, 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 in depression and sorrow and, and hardships. But in that, you found the key for your, for your next phase. You know what I'm saying? For your next, your next jump, your next leap, your next, you know what I'm saying? Like your next forthcoming of, of shit. I don't even know what I'm saying. Like y'all, y'all know what I'm saying. Your next, your next big move, like, you know, your next forthcoming of being able to just reap everything you have sown. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it all starts with being able to, one, believe in yourself, have the faith and do it. Faith without works is dead. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, you got all the faith in the world, but you ain't feeling the work for it. It ain't coming to you. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to just shout out everybody who's had some contribution to me making this move. And it's entirely, I don't even want to begin to name people because like if I've ever expressed to you how I felt about making this move, then you then you already know. You already know who you are. You know what I'm saying? It goes to everybody. You know what I'm saying? The people who've brought me things to help me to my place, the people who have talked to me, the people who have gave me encouraging words, the people who are like, we rooting for you, the people who helped me move. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jayante. Like, let's start there. Like, shout out to Jayante and my mama. Like, like them niggas, like, y'all the realest, bro. We took that U-Haul down here, unpacked all my stuff, brought it in here, and he flew back home. Like, he and he bought the flight. Like, this shit, man, I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. And it makes you kind of just sit and be like, bro, ain't nothing for me to complain about because I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything I asked for, I'm here. It wasn't as easy, as seamless, you know what I'm saying? But it was, it was perfect. It was perfect for me, you know what I'm saying? So I want you guys to just find your tribe, build your tribe, lock in your plans, lock in your goals, and start working towards them. Pray on them. Ask God to give you you um, transparency. Ask God to give you, you know, steps. And I be having to tell God, like, hey, I need you to... Make that shit clear for me because sometimes I be overthinking. You know what I'm saying? So, God, if it ain't for me, give me a big, loud sign to let me know that this ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, talk to God. Like, ask him to, to he knows the desires of your heart, so he's going to make it happen for you, especially if it's aligned with what it is that he wants for you. You know what I'm saying? Your plan ain't going to ever work. Your plan will never work if it ain't what he got set for you, dog. So, like I said, I just want to thank everybody you know what I'm saying? Even my, my people who like constantly pushed me, who were helping me look up stuff, who like it was to the point where like me and my mom were looking at apartments together. We done hooked my laptop up to the HDMI on the TV because you couldn't see the laptop. And and we looking at apartments, we writing them down. We're calling like literally like all of this. I will never forget. Ever. You know what I'm saying? Like literally like it, like everybody. My little cousin coming over just to help me pack the day I was leaving. Like, my godfather and him came back. Like, just all that stuff. Like, literally, like, 
everything along the way. The people who I told that I want to come to Atlanta and I didn't know how it was going to work. The people who I told, like, I want to leave the school. I, I ain't going to be here no more with y'all. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas still loving on me and still support me. And that shit will forever mean the world to me. So, we wrapping it up, y'all. Our Faith Over Fear series, our final episode over Faith Over Fear. I don't even really feel like this will ever be a final thing. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if you need to give this to somebody or if you are that somebody, my final words are have faith, pray, talk to God. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen to yourself. Write your plans out. Figure out what it is you want to do, whether that's a business whether it's finally going on that date with that person, whether it is taking a leap of faith and moving to a new city, a new state, accepting a new job, cutting your hair off, you know, saying starting a new look, getting a new tattoo, like starting a new hobby. You want to, you know what I'm saying? You want to learn how to ride motorcycles or um, you want to start doing makeup or you want to have your little own like clothing liner. It doesn't fucking matter. Whatever it is that you want to do, do that shit. We'll talk because if it's a line for you, it's going to work, period. No, it doesn't matter how it's going to work. It's going to work. You're not going to know the steps. You're not going to know the plays, but it's going to work. You know what I'm saying? You just got to have the faith. And you heard that from a nigga like me. You heard my story. Y'all know me. Some of y'all really know me personally. So y'all know my life. Y'all, y'all know the things I've been through. Y'all, y'all know my upbringing. Y'all know what I come from, y'all know the situation I was in. So I ain't saying I live at the Ritz. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, cause I don't. You know what I'm saying? I got a roommate. Shit, I be thinking, like, damn, what's gonna happen with me and her split ways? Like, how the fuck I'm gonna afford this? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's a constant thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a constant thing. You know what I'm saying? You're always gonna be thinking of your next move and your next step. But in order for you to take that, you can't even think about all that at the time right now. Because you have to start somewhere, baby steps. And if you ever need help or encouragement, I am here for that. DM me, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Like I have two friends that throughout this series have taken a leap of faith and moved to a new city and state. Like, and you want to talk about a nigga who be eating this shit up? I be eating it up because I'm like, oh my God, you listened? You listened? It helped you? That's the whole point of Sunny School, the podcast, dog. Anything that y'all want to hear, let me know. I appreciate you guys, as always, working with me and my timeliness and trying to figure out my life and how I can work this into my new schedule and stuff like that. Always being patient with me. I love you guys. You guys are literally the best class, the best classmates like in the world. Like I don't want no other curriculum, no other class, because Sunday school is the only school I want to go to. So I'm going to wrap up this Faith or Fear series, part freaking three, episode nine, y'all. Um, ain't no turning back. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. And I want you guys to just, you know what I'm saying? Up Like homework. Let's do some homework for today. So at the conclusion of this episode, I want you just to call somebody, text somebody and tell them you're grateful. You know what I'm saying? Tell them that you're grateful for them or you're grateful for an act that they do or you're grateful for the, for something that they've contributed to you. You know what I'm saying? And, and if you want to make a step or take a leap of faith in something, write it down. Just write it down somewhere. Get a, I buy journals all the time, buy a notebook and just write it down. And I'm telling you, and just add to it. The next day, just add to it. You know what I'm saying? Just add to it. And before you know it, your plan gonna start coming. Your, you know what I'm saying? Your dreams gonna start coming too. Just add to it. Because when you have it written down and you can constantly see it, it's constantly reminding you, you know what I'm saying? That that helps so much more. So I appreciate you guys as always. You know what I'm saying? Class is wrapping up. Homework. Make sure y'all hit somebody up and tell them you're grateful for them. 
You know what I'm saying? Tell me you're grateful for them and, and write something down. If you're on the, the brink of starting something new, write it down. And we're going to go from there. So it's a wrap, guys. I hope you guys have enjoyed this Faith Over Fear series. It's taken me goddamn forever to do it. <laughs> so um, class is officially over. Make sure you guys continue to like everything on Instagram. Make sure you guys continue to share my stuff. Shout me out. You know what I'm saying? Repost. Like, show me love. Review and rate me on Apple Podcasts or on Anchor. I love you guys deep. Class is officially over. Enjoy the rest of your day. See ya.